Let's get socially deconstructed. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Trina Dong. And today we are talking about pandemic pregnancy and motherhood with our very special guest, Annie Grover. Yay! Hey, <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. I'm beyond thrilled to be talking to another adult human, um, let alone Trina Dawn. Hey, yes. <laughs> I have been waiting to talk to anyone about pandemic pregnancy because <laughs> my life, it has not been going well in pandemic. <laughs> but I can't imagine housing something else inside of my body and then yeah. letting it out around people that are breathing on me <laughs> that's like quite the visual <laughs> but you know, exactly that's why I need to talk to you yeah exactly all I envision is people sneezing on pregnant people oh yeah no that thankfully um people actually keep their distance from pregnant people because I think maybe they think they're going to catch it. Like, I don't know. Like people are a little afraid. Like in my experience, people were a little afraid of me. Like, especially towards the end when I was gigantic, it was like, yes, lady. Like, yeah. Like someone let me actually um, cut them in line at Trader Joe's. Like that's Ooh. how like scared of me they were. That is a line <laughs> to be cut. Like, yeah. So well, that's... yeah. So First of all, Annie is based in Massachusetts. She is a former teacher, and now she is an assistant director at a university. We are very close friends from college. Yes. And now fast forward. <laughs> yeah. Instead of teaching kids, she's having them. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I know. True. It's very weird, <laughs> but I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah, okay, totally. So let's get in right into it. I have so many questions. Obviously, let's start from the beginning. When did you find out you were pregnant before shutdown, right? Yeah, so I found out I was pregnant um, right around the new year. Um, so it was like a planned pregnancy. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I found out right around, yeah, right around like, I think like December 30th or something. It was very close to New Year's Eve. And, um, and you know, the first, like it, in the first 12 weeks, you usually keep it a secret from everyone. You don't want to tell too many people because there are all sorts of complications that can happen. And then because I'm older and I've had pregnancy complications in my past, I actually waited another uh, three weeks to tell everyone. So I didn't tell really anyone until I was about 15 weeks oh. pregnant. So so that gets us into what, April? It was, it was that was, um, I started telling people right before the shutdown. So it was like two weeks okay. before the shutdown. So really like early March or like mid-March, I think that was around like 14, 15 weeks. Um, so I remember telling like my colleagues at work and they were all super excited. They're all moms they are older than I am, but they were super excited. And then, um, 
then they were like, you know, you don't have, there's this thing on the news, this coronavirus, you know, you don't have to come into the office if you don't really want to. And I was like, oh, you know, like, thank God, because like, I was sick. I mean, getting, um, getting like some kind of like, or like feeling nauseous is like very normal in the beginning of pregnancy. And I was tired and nauseous. And I was like, oh, you know, like score. I don't have to drive into work. And then like pretty soon it was like, oh, actually um, you're not coming in to work at all. And no one's coming into work. Like no one's going <laughs> You cannot go anywhere. So, um, so yeah, so it, the, it was okay at first. And then, yeah, then we were in, in lockdown. In lockdown. So what was your first thought regarding, I'm sure you had a lot of thoughts about all aspects of life but about the pregnancy part were your first thoughts about like doctor's visits or what the hell are we gonna do yeah. in this house for so long or yeah what was it? so like first of all like luckily my husband and I get along very well like we're like we're he's like a very nice person we love like, that we love a yeah, nice like hub he's, he's super like he's always like trying to like find the solution and he's like very positive so um so he's a he was a great person to be in quarantine with and he also in his regular life he's also a teacher and he is incredibly busy so I was like oh my god I get to spend all this like time that I wouldn't have spent with him together and then you know like seven months goes by and we were still you know getting along and it was all good um but it was I guess like looking back now it was you know, like it wasn't great. It wasn't a great moment, right? but I was, um, it was March 17th, St. Patrick's day. Mm. And in the time I live in all the restaurants were, it was the last day they were going to be open. So a friend was like, let's go to this Mexican restaurant, you know, like last hurrah. And of course, at that time, everyone was maskless and like, you know, oh, yeah. not totally socially distancing because we didn't really know what the deal was. And when I sat down at that table, my doctor called me and was like, hi, so um, this is really serious. You need to go home and you need to not go out. You need to not go to restaurants. You need to not go to the grocery store. And like, meanwhile, I was at a restaurant. Did you confess? Uh, no, I did not. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, okay. I was trying to like, you know, make sure she couldn't hear like the <laughs> restaurant going on in the background. Sound like you're at home. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. My doctor was so awesome. Um, but um, so right from there, we went home and then like basically never left. Um yeah. Yeah, so we stayed inside for a very long time. What were the doctor's visits like? Because could you could yeah. Alex go with? He um so he came to the so during the actual pandemic he could not come with, which was really really hard. Um, he so as I said, I had pregnancy complications in the past, so like the big um the big like sigh of relief that you can give is at the 20 week ultrasound when they like check the baby's development and make sure that everything's all good and he couldn't come he was waiting outside in the car like driving Mm -hmm. around 
Boston, um, like outside of the doctor's office. And just he, yeah, just like in circles. And then when I actually got to see the ultrasounds, they said that I could FaceTime him. So I FaceTimed him and, you know, it was like really wonderful. And, and um, I was super happy. And then when I went back out to the car, I was like, Hey, so like, what did you think? He was like, it was like a, mo- it was like, I think they did this on friends where it was like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at. Like he had no idea what he was looking at <laughs> the whole time. So, um, so for me, it was really emotional. And for him, it was just like, okay, there's like black and white on the, like on the wall. <laughs> Congratulations to us. It's a yeah, thing. Exactly. It's a picture. It's a- it's a it was like a blob so um so he could never he never came to any of the appointments with me and then towards the end of my pregnancy um I had high blood pressure which is like Mm. also very normal towards the end of your pregnancy and he drove me into my appointment and then I came out and I said to him (laughs) so it's your worst nightmare. They told me that I have to go to the hospital because of my blood pressure. And that can mean that they will like, if it's bad enough, they will deliver the baby right then. And he, so he just like switched gears completely, but he, he, since he wasn't in the room with me, he had like no time to process. He just had to (laughs) drive. Go. So, yeah. So it was like, a little bit I mean it it was by no means like single parenting at all but it was when I was in the you know in the exam room it was a little bit scary of like oh like I truly I'm the only one who's getting this information right now um which was it was it was crappy it was not fun so could he go to the hospital that time could he go in yeah, that was when the doctor told me that my blood pressure was up. So I had to go to the actual hospital to, she said, like, you have to go to labor and delivery. Um, he, I asked her, can my husband come with? And she's like, I'm pretty sure he can. Oh. Um, so, you know, that it wasn't even a for sure thing was a little <laughs> bit scary, but then we like found out that it was fine. He could come with, um, but we both had to wear masks the whole time that we were there for that visit. Um, and everyone who came in was obviously wearing masks and shields and um, other PPE. And it was just like a little, it was like, it was a little bit like, it was just a little scary. It was a very impersonal, yeah. um, not because of anything that they were doing, but just because that's not really what you think you're, going into when you think of having a baby absolutely when I think about it I think about apocalypse hospital (laughs) lights are going on and off yeah yeah it was like it was well during the actual when I actually gave birth to this child (laughs) um (laughs) we we could not leave um our room we couldn't go out into the hallway and I had um, a, an emergency C-section because this child um, decided to go breach at the last moment. Mm. So um, I had an emergency C-section and um, usually they will have you get up and like walk the hallways. And we were stuck in like a hundred square feet, like 
I could I couldn't like I could only walk like to the bathroom which was an arm's length away and like yeah. so no. so and then when we finally left that room it was like oh my god there's a whole like world out here <laughs> that's how I feel when I watch other countries that yeah. are like chilling right now I'm like but yeah, why are you like, outside don't touch her like, restaurants are open or when you watch like a um like an old tv show and it's like yeah. why is no one wearing a mask <laughs> so brutal and like judging people but it was the yeah 90s. totally <laughs> yeah like this thing wasn't invented then <laughs> oh gosh okay so you have this child now yeah malcolm cosmo Malcolm Cosmo. That's a good He's one. He's the best. <laughs> he is. Because just so you guys know, this child is connected to Annie right now. And this child doesn't cry. Yeah, he's sleeping. He's in a baby Bjorn. Shout out to baby Bjorn. Hopefully they'll sponsor, sponsor you. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's, he's, yeah, he's happy. He's good. So now you have to not only take care of yourself, Alex, pandemic now you have a child do you think how different do you think it is than if you were to have him 2019 yeah so it's uh quite a bit different um and a lot of it is just very heartbreaking because we have to be so careful about about really everything um my I mean, Trina, you know, my, my mom is like a very typical Italian mother, Mm -hmm. um, big heart, like big hugs. And, Mm -hmm. um, she has, she's had a really hard time with having to wear a mask. And now it's like, if she doesn't have a mask, she's like guilt ridden. So Mm -hmm. she won't touch him. Like, so she, um, she and Alex's mom and dad, um, you know, they have to wear a mask around him at all times. They have to wash their hands. They have to wear clean clothing. Um, and it's all like, if something happens to Malcolm, then there's like so much guilt around it. So it really is like life or death. Um, and they take it very, very seriously, but you know, it's only natural for grandparents to want to give their grandkids kisses and hugs and they can't do any of that. Um, so it wasn't as bad as like pictures I had seen of people meeting through windows, but it wasn't a ton better than that. Um, and it continues to be like, none of my friends have held him. Um, they've seen him, but we have to sit outside. Um, and now that it's getting into the colder weather, that's going to be a challenge. Um, so it's, it's just really tough. It's like, I just want to share this like little person with people and mm-hmm. um, you know, you can't, I can't. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 and it's, he, he hasn't gone to any grocery store. He hasn't, you know, he doesn't, we haven't gone anywhere. We don't go you know, to target. We don't do anything. Yeah. Um, we walk around the neighborhood, which is good. Um, that's really about it that is especially knowing your mom that's so sad yeah yeah poor poor Kathy <laughs> grandmas <laughs> are not loving this time <laughs> no not at all it's re- and my my dad um lives in Wisconsin and yeah. um my my mom and my dad are still together but 
he is in Wisconsin right now. And it's also been really sad because um, in normal times, he would have, you know, flown back flown and forth. Around. Yeah. And now he really can't. And we're trying to, we're trying to think about the holidays. I just talked to him last night um, about like, you know, when is he going to come and how is he going to quarantine beforehand? And can he get free testing and, you know, wearing a mask and the whole deal. And it's just, you know, it's just really sad because I, I really want him to have a normal relationship with his grandson, but, um, there's so much logistics behind yeah. all of it. What about your brothers? Have they met him? They have not. Um, and they, I talked to them last night too. And one of my brothers um, said something to the effect of like, I'm not touching that kid until there's a vaccine. <laughs> I was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> Which one, the older like, one or the younger one? Uh, the older one. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You'd have the most guilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The older one who lives on the other side of the country. Um, so he, yeah, so I mean, so they're like very concerned, but it it is, you know, it, it sucks and we see each other through FaceTime and Zoom and stuff, but it's yeah. definitely not the same. That's crazy too, because two of your brothers are like two hours from you. Yeah, they yeah they don't live very far away, and then the other is a direct, you know, flight, and yeah. um, we just we can't get together because not only do they not want to bring stuff, you know, different germs to us or coronavirus to us. Yeah. They, if they got sick because they wanted to come and visit, I mean, oh my God, I would feel you so. You wouldn't do it either. Yeah. Yeah. I'd feel so guilty. So. Yeah. It's so. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, it's like, where do you even go from here? It's like, yeah. it, it like, and this is, I think what is really tough is that, um, is that like, we don't see a, an end in sight. I mean, there's like a little bit of hope, you know, the. Yeah the Monday after the election um there's a little bit of hope but like you know I don't expect things to go back to normal for another at least year and these are like it's such a happy time for us and it's also like such a sad time for like the entire world (laughs) so it's it's hard to be um a hundred percent happy I guess which is sad. That's really sad. It's really <laughs> sad. Out loud is really sad. <laughs> Guys, hang in there with us. We'll say something fun in a minute. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? That was so sad. I can't even think. I of, know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. Um. So you're not working right now. So I'm not working right now, which is good. And I guess like there is a silver lining. Um, yep. You know, I have a, I have maternity leave, which is great. And that ends next week. Um, he's going to be three months old. He's very healthy and happy. And um, we're going to be working remote. My university is um, taking extreme precautions and um, they're not going back in person until February so um, we'll be able to like avoid the whole flu season and hopefully be back when like things are on an even better track Um, so so that's good and like I have been told that a lot of you know new mothers the hardest thing is dropping your kids off at um, at daycare 
when you have to go back to work. And I'm super, super, super lucky that both my mom or both my parents and Alex's parents live very close. So they're going to be watching him while I work at home. So, you know, so that's, that's really good. And like, I keep telling them, like, you don't understand how much money you're saving us. Yeah, no like, kidding. You're saving us a mortgage, so. Exactly, especially <laughs> in a larger city. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I looked into daycare before, and it was um, true. It was, like, $1,800 for three days a week. So, um, yeah, so they're saving us a bundle. So there's our silver lining. Yeah, there we got it. We found it. <laughs> Amazing. And this is the first child of the immediate family right yeah so uh, of my family alex's brother has a has a daughter who's almost um exactly a year older than malcolm so um so on his side it's two grandchildren on my side it's one and everyone is just like beyond thrilled um my brothers, Trina knows them, um, are not baby people. <laughs> um, <laughs> to say but the least. Yeah, to say the least, they are not baby people. Um, one of my brothers, I joked with him, like one of the first nights I brought Malcolm home, he spit up on like, you know, the chair that I was feeding him in. And my brother, he was in the process of buying a chair that was coming from Amsterdam and then being assembled in Paris. So and annoying. Like, John is never going to have a child, like, because his <laughs> furniture will get ruined. <laughs> um, oh. So, but it's been very cute to see them, like, over Zoom or just like texting with them or talking to them on the phone. That they're very excited to be uncles. Yeah. Um. So they're cool with like someone else having a child, For sure. um, just not themselves. Yeah, I think John is totally meant to be an uncle. Yeah, I think a, that makes like, complete sense. Yeah, totally. Like when Malcolm is 21, like they'll have a great time. Best friends. (laughs) (laughs) I actually (laughs) would have not ever, or I don't think I ever saw you as a baby person either. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm 35. So I did wait uh, quite a, you know, as far as like women go, I waited longer. Um, And because like we... Trina and I both grew up in Wisconsin and the stereotype is that girls in Wisconsin, women in Wisconsin have uh, babies a lot earlier. Yeah. Um, so like my friends from high school have like 12 year olds. <laughs> I'm like, I have a three month old. Um, but it is pretty amazing how like you do, you know, the cliches are true. Like you really do yeah. ch- change like overnight and it's no longer about you and getting four hours of sleep is like a good night and I don't know like you're not going to let your your child be upset like you just kind of suck it up and do it and you have it I mean I've had a smile on my face when I do it I think I've 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 been very lucky with this this little guy so good and there is something to say too about you guys don't really have an option you're spending all of your time together oh yeah 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 and my husband is like a really like I've been very um clear with him that things are like as even as they can be yeah so he is someone and he is so willing and so like capable of doing 
everything that he does. Um, And I think that this last, what are we on eight months now, seven months of of pandemic, (laughs) like it's just been like, it it has actually been pretty great. Um, you know, like we've been able to work things out that it's like, okay, so we are like equal partners in this. Um, and that takes a lot of pressure off of me and it takes a lot of pressure off of him. Well, because if you don't do that and you are together constantly, it's, you're going to get frustrated so fast and it will boil over. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, you do hear about people who have gotten, who have, (laughs) the pandemic has made them realize that they are not good together anymore. And, um, you know, they decide to go their separate ways. I'm thankful that that didn't happen. Yeah, (laughs) me too. It would have been real hard. (laughs) (laughs) Not something fun. Yeah. Um, are there any creative ways that you know of that you can try to socialize him? Like, is there anything oh anyone's gosh. doing? So um, I have been very fortunate that a, a friend of mine um, was pregnant at the same time that I was. She had a baby three weeks before I did. Um, so she and I, that's like our, that's like my social interaction mm. is like I talk to her all the time um, about all the different things that come up from like the baby's development to like our own needs as new mothers. Um, So that has been a huge lifeline and I feel closer to her now than I did before um, because we were truly talking like all day long. Yeah. um, Sometimes overnight, like we were talking all the time. Um, as far as like him getting together with other kids, we'll probably wait a little bit longer for that to happen. Yeah. Um, kids are dirty, you know. Kids are so dirty. <laughs> like for dirty. life, just people they're, are dirty. Yeah, people are dirty. <laughs> Doesn't matter how old they're. Right, like you see them at the playground, you know that they just have so many germs, so much so. stuff on them. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna wait we're gonna, gonna hold. wait for that is it <laughs> yeah. even worth to try like a zoom date like him um, looking into a computer I don't know yeah I don't we so last night when I zoomed with my family FaceTime with my family yeah. um I did like have him and he was like looking into the phone Aww. and stuff and it's like it was really like cute and then like my educator brain was like screen time is not good for kids like he's already addicted to the screen um but he's not he's fine (laughs) (laughs) yet he hasn't turned on netflix yet right exactly yeah yeah exactly see that's Um, the sad part to me is kids not being able to socialize and i know that oh my gosh literally three months old so it's not that big of a deal at this time but right oh it's like it's truly is heartbreaking I have friends who have older kids and they're just like trying to figure out like how do we safely navigate the world now and um I'm so thankful that he is three months and not three years old at this point so all of the moms and dads and grandparents out there with like older kids man you're you're doing a good job no matter what you're doing (laughs) Whether the kids are watching TV or they're outside playing, like you're doing a good job. Yeah, man. At this point, judgment is out the window. (laughs) Totally. Who cares? As long as people are smiling 50% of the day. 
Right. Yeah. Even if some of it's in your sleep, you're all good. <laughs> Slash all of it, but whatever. Um, yeah. Do you think maybe the pandemic is good in the way that if people want to get together, you can just kind of be like, no, sorry, like the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. You do that? <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually like kind of did that this past weekend because a friend, um, it was beautiful here. It was like 65 degrees here and uh-huh. so beautiful. And I did actually want to like go out, but a friend who I was going to meet, um, she had a cold and I was like, no, nope. oh, sorry, uh, <laughs> we're not getting together. Um, so yes. And I would imagine that like, if it were like normal times and I was like, you know, I'm just like really way too tired to do something. I'd be so happy for the excuse, um, yeah. to not have to get together. Um, Absolutely. so yes, I do think that they're like, you know, I, I don't want to be flip about saying like, there are so many silver linings, but I yeah. do still like, I try to find them because if you don't, you know, it's just like sadness all the time. Totally. I mean, you have to see them. You can't. Right. Nobody can say that they haven't benefited at least in a very little way one right. day from what's going on. Oh, totally. And I, I really and truly think back to um, when I told our friend group from college, I, mm-hmm. um, so it was you and it was um, three other friends of ours from college um, that I was pregnant. I was like, so excited to be able to like reconnect with yeah. all of you because we, the, all of us are like, in every corner of the country and yeah. we all live together for all of college and we're are still good friends but you know you like don't check in with each other all the time exactly. and it had been a little bit and then after we had um our zoom meeting where we were like all talking <laughs> I like went to bed I was like that was like of like a first date like I yeah. felt like so like totally like light and happy and Mm -hmm. like giddy after talking to everyone so um and being able to like share this good news with people who like knew me you know when I was like a moody 19 year old so it was great that's that's like the nicest word for any of us the nicest adjective (laughs) moody 19 year olds we'll leave it at that No, but it's true because I think the pandemic has also made people not think too hard about everything. Yeah. And I think that when it comes to reconnecting, sometimes it's like, oh, should I, shouldn't I, is it awkward? Right. And And who cares? And you just realize that like literally everyone is just sitting inside their house trying to like distract themselves from like, you know, the terrible news that's on the TV so like getting together with all of you was like this real um, happy, happy moment for me continues to be. Yeah, absolutely. It just makes so much sense to just talk to people that you care about. And the yeah, pandemic totally. has, you know, given us a reminder and some extra time to do so. Yeah, totally. Thanks, pandemic. You're a real life saver. Or literally everything. You're not. not, But we're trying not to hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I love that you use it as an excuse because that would make me happy, I think. Yeah. Just say, oh, it's a pandemic. I can't go. And then I'm just like, literally watching Christmas movies or something. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched all of Emily in Paris after your um, right. That's what it was called, Emily in Paris. Yeah, um, yeah I watched all of that after your recommendation. Um, yeah, I mean, like in those like things are hours. important too. Oh yeah, totally. Like, however, I mean, just sat down, watched it, hated it, loved it. The whole, I had all emotion. Exactly. Malcolm slept through it. <laughs> like big deal. Yeah, it was all good. <laughs> <laughs> what is the wildest? motherhood mom thing that's happened to you since you mm. let's talk about post-birth because I don't really want to talk about the birth part yeah the birth part was it was it yeah, is what crazy. it is it is what it is <laughs> yeah it is what it is it's what it is um let's see I think that I don't this is crazy but it doesn't sound super crazy but it I look back on it and I think what were you thinking um, when Malcolm was two and a half weeks old, um, Alex and I took him to go, um, for a long weekend. It was Labor Day weekend, um, to Maine and mm-hmm. we stayed overnight and he, there was one night that he slept for 45 minutes and I, and that was it. He, there was nothing more to that sleep. And I just remember thinking like, what the f am I doing? Like this is so stupid that I what what did I think that I was gonna go on a vacation with a two and a half month or week old? Like you moron. Um, so that I would not recommend doing. And I right. think I did it because I was like, I'm still me. Mm-hmm. I'm. But it's like you know, it's not always gonna be like this. Um, yeah. So. So that, that was probably a moment, but like, he really does like the strangest things all the time. Like he peed on a wall. I think I was texting you when you he were. peed on a wall. Um, <laughs> he peed on That's a wall. Moment. Yeah. Like he, like, I will like change my shirt because he spit up on the last one. I'll hold him and he immediately spits up on that one. Mm. Like, it's just like bodily fluids all the time. Um, all over anyone who is holding him so mostly me (laughs) (laughs) you are everything that he needs (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) oh my gosh that's I can't even think I cannot take care of myself right now that's just straight up that's what's happening he gets the most care because like I do truly go through um a lot of days without showering until like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, I have always been someone who eats like I, I have never had to be reminded to eat. Um, <laughs> and now it's like, oh, like I didn't have breakfast. Like I didn't have mm-hmm. breakfast today. Like I didn't like where when was the last time I ate something? Um, which, you know, like I, I've always thought that that was like, oh, you're like, oh, you forgot to eat. Like, no, I like truly forgot. Like, to actually. Eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of that. And it's a lot like, but I recently started going to um, like going and working out again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been like um, some, I mean, because he's like older and um, I've been able to do that, which has been very very important um that like I have a tiny sliver like a half hour of just like you are not a mom right now you Mm -hmm. are just a 
person running like and you are the shower after. yeah like exactly like you're just a person listening to a podcast like you, <laughs> you know like this is you're just a person so um those moments are important have you ever heard of a ropeless jump rope no what okay. is this so I got a ropeless jump rope because I have oh. like no room to do things yeah. and so my gym that I've created everything has to be six inches <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing else oh I need this so basically I'll send you the link yeah it's please do two handles and there's like weighted balls at the end so that you okay. spin the rope and it feels like you're spinning it oh but you like never trip never trip never anything you're just oh instinctively gosh. doing what you would do with a jump rope and jumping rope is like my dad very is a good. boxer. It's very good for you. Yeah, because you can like, do it like 10 minutes and then and it's it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> and it counts your steps. It's digital. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I'll this send you the link. Actually, this might be a game changer. $15. Oh. Yes. Get me two. <laughs> <laughs> For when one break inevitably breaks. Yeah, one will break. So um wow, that's awesome. Yeah, there's so many like pandemic hacks that are so yeah. necessary. Do you think that if you if we didn't have a pandemic, that your anxiety levels and your worry would be the same? Hmm. So I think I I think that I have, this has actually like mellowed me out that it's like, mm. you know, just like give it up, like, like one hand to the sky. Like yep. I cannot, I have no control. This is a sign. I have no control. Um, and I think that it's actually made me like a little bit more chilled out. Um, but, you know, then, then there are other times where I'm like, yeah, I think like being a new mother is also all about control and like yeah. controlling your environment. So this is kind of like my Super Bowl at the same time where it's like, yeah. no, you can't come into the house and like you have to, yeah, you know, like whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I've been training for this, but um, I think I mean I I'm I think that this has really put a lot of stuff in perspective. Um, and just like true uh, this sounds very corny but like truly just to be like happy about like the blessing that I've been yeah. given and like not be um super anxious about mm -hmm. every little thing um because I just I really can't control anything yeah I mean like, what you just <laughs> said too is a prime example of control what you can control right right nobody comes right. in the house right yeah nobody puts their hand in their mouth <laughs> Right. except for him he can whatever just don't touch can, him it's fine yeah it's fine and then <laughs> literally everything else you can't control but that was right. always the case it's right yeah exactly we didn't have a threat a headline threat to let right. us know totally. and so that's totally. i think the takeaway yeah yeah i mean it's like i do like this is kind of related but I at one point I was um I guess this was in July it was super hot here I was walking outside with my mom um mm. and I purposefully like we had a mask mandatory mask um order in certain areas of the city 
and I was outside of that area because it was it was just a neighborhood and no one was around and then all of a sudden this like gentleman came I wasn't wearing a mask I had it in my hand Mm -hmm. Um, but then this like older gentleman came I mean I am gigantic and like clearly eight months pregnant and he was like (laughs) you really need to wear a mask I was like you know what like you're 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 bad like you're (laughs) you're so like like let me just live like I felt like one of those I understood anti-maskers at that moment because I was like if you have a problem we're outside like in a non-crowded area so anyway I do always wear a mask okay everyone let it go (laughs) I wear a mask but I was just like just like you control you I'm gonna do me and like it's like a hundred degrees out and I'm eight months pregnant. So like, <laughs> and exactly. And you're like, very you, visibly pregnant. Yeah. Like clearly very <laughs> pregnant. So, um, yeah. So that guy was not afraid of me. Like most no. people were afraid of me. That guy was not. So well, that guy's lucky because he, I feel like he got a toned down any reaction. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, oh my God. Old old Annie like unchilled out Annie would have been like listen and like I would have like I don't know like beaten him up or something he was like a 70 year old man okay so I really needed to chill but um and Annie is five one to five two (laughs) yes yes indeed and I had a baby in my belly so (laughs) a very large baby yeah exactly like it was not nobody was messing around with this yeah yeah (laughs) that's see it's also the whole playing God thing. It's like, right. you have to keep that stuff to yourself. If you're going to judge the situation, right. you have to leave the situation. Yeah. And like, for, I mean, this perhaps gets a little bit political, but it really was like, in my mind, it really was like a cowardly thing for yeah. someone to do to like walk past you and then be like you really should be wearing a mask and then like keep walking whereas like I was thinking like you know in my fuming afterwards <laughs> I was like you know like if you want to have a conversation with me about why we should be wearing masks like I'm down with that but like don't Oh, this is a democracy. This is a democracy, people. Let's have a conversation. That would have been. That would have made him go away faster. I think. Yeah, exactly. There's like not a conversation. Forced. No one wants yeah. to talk. Yeah, no one wants to talk. But I was like, I don't know. You know, like no one likes to have something yelled at them. No. Um. So. Especially so, not when yeah. you're pregnant. Like you have so much responsibility. Right in those yeah, moments totally. like you know and, oh totally like I was like what do you what do you think I'm like out going to the club like I <laughs> definitely don't have coronavirus let me tell you this walk down the neighborhood is the most I've gotten out in literally five months exactly so, <laughs> and you talking to me is putting me in danger so please leave right go away go away and also like this is it's it's um I think again, not to be like after having a baby, but yeah. after having a baby and like holding this, um, like the most precious thing and like seeing how like adorable he is. And then I've had this thought that like every person has had this moment where they're just like, someone looks at them and they're just like the most precious thing. Yeah. And they like have nothing but love for this 
person. So like, why don't we do that to one another? Like, why don't we just come together, people? Shut up. (laughs) I know. It really is true, though. And like, really and truly, like, everyone is here because like, you know, like your mom had a baby and everyone of us is here because of that. So just like show some love people. Do you guys hear that? That was oh, Annie's version God. of evolution. <laughs> Listen, oh, your mom had a baby. Your okay? mom had a baby and that's why you're here. Okay. So stuff it and say hi to me nicely. Don't tell Be me nice. what to do. Don't yell at me. (laughs) Well, I think that's the perfect time (laughs) to wrap this guy up. Oh, Lord. I think what we've learned is that everyone listening, please call your friends that are pregnant or call your friends that have just given birth and just thank them for all of the (laughs) extra madness that they have going on because if you feel crazy, they feel twice as crazy. Yeah, I would I yeah, I would say so. Yeah, they feel twice as crazy. Yeah. It's two people, am I wrong? It's two yeah. people, two crazy levels. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Just I'd everyone so. be nice. Yeah, be nice to one another and like tell your like tell your mom thank you because <laughs> it's it's really hard. <laughs> and that's the reason why you're here because it's of her here. So, oh yeah. my gosh thank you so much for coming on and talking about this this is oh my gosh this is the love of my life right here just love it i have been waiting to talk about pandemic pregnancy for so long and when it sparked that you might actually want to talk to me about it publicly it was just a dream I mean, yeah, anything I can do to to spread the word. (laughs) Don't get pregnant during a pandemic. (laughs) But not really. I think what we've learned from you is that maybe there are more pros than cons. Maybe. Yeah, there there might be more pros than cons. Um, And you know, like I like, there's always the silver lining. Yeah. Maybe. And you have to at least try to find it because otherwise you're going to spin yeah. out. Right, totally. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming thank and chatting you, with me. Thank you, Trina. Yay! I'm so thrilled. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, go give it a rating. Rate it high. It's going to be good. Oh, it is good. I didn't say it. She did. <laughs> All right, we will see you guys next time. Bye.